And I think, first of all, what drives growth is, I think, the, the level of ambition of the entrepreneur. Uh, because I think it all comes down to like the person and then the team. Mm. Uh, because I think like if you start a company just like just with a, like, I don't know, uh, a, sm a small ambition, you won't grow that much. Hi and welcome to the new Nordea podcast, Get Savvy. In this podcast, we meet experts within entrepreneurship, e-com, tech, and social impact. We want to learn what makes Nordic entrepreneurs successful and unique. For you who are about to start a business, or if you want to overcome a hurdle on your journey, we've prepared useful topics and a lineup of guests that are leaders in their field and who will address these topics. Get Savvy will offer you the chance to access the know-how and the expertise of our guests to help you overcome specific challenges on your way forward. It's great to be back and uh, we uh, have today with us some really great guests that I would like to introduce to you. Uh, it's actually two guests today. Uh, starting we have uh, Caroline Lidman. She is the board member of Unga Aktiesparare. She's the founder of a PR agency called Number 10. Uh, she was also nominated as Rookie of the Year as a PR consultant. And she's the author of three books. The latest book together with Alexander Gogar, who's also our second guest today. You are the co-founder of Service Finder, a serial entrepreneur. You uh, skipped school, started out without any experience, and then you managed to turn it into a, a 30 million euro uh, exit success. Welcome, both of you. Thank you so much. Thank you. Great to have you here. Nice to be here. So, uh, today in uh, our podcast, we're going to focus on uh, getting growth going. Uh, as you know, uh, Get Savvy is going to focus on a different topic every week. And uh, this week, getting growth going is the topic that we want to circle in on. And uh, Camilla, you have a question that is very much related to growth. Yes, we would like to start talking about your new book, Eat, Sleep, Startup, Repeat. Big congratulations to both of you. Great Thank work. you. So the book, please tell us more about thoughts behind it. How did you decide to write a book together? Yes, uh, I think from the beginning, uh, actually, me and Alexander met at a PR meeting. Uh, I emailed Alex uh, because I wanted to talk about PR. Uh, but instead, we, we were starting to talk about entrepreneurship, startups and so on. And for me, that had a background from writing books. I had an, an idea and said to Alex, like... You should write a book. Uh, so we, we took a meeting with the Liber management. And uh, some steps ahead, we, we landed uh, the idea of Eat, Sleep, Startup, Repeat. Uh, and the idea was also to write a book for entrepreneurs, written by entrepreneurs. 
because we saw a big trend of books about success stories, uh, inspirational books and so on. Uh, but we wanted to write a book more like concrete guide uh, of how to actually do it. Yeah, I can agree. So actually what we did was we saw a gap in the market and we felt like we want to launch a book that can actually help out the entrepreneurs um, that are starting a company or are in the middle of, of growing their company. So actually we, we put our minds together and uh, wrote the book from like how you start a book mm. and it's all about like mindset and how you should think when, when you're all alone uh, um, starting your company and like from start to exit actually yeah so we have we have tried to put in every chapter so it's like all everything from you can read about company culture uh, recruitment sales pr uh, everything so so you got it there mm. all of it so it's like a book for you when you start a company but also uh, when you're in this journey with a company uh, so you can like read it from page one to the end of it or you can also have it like a book to read a chapter when you need that kind of uh, knowledge. And what do you hope to achieve with, with the book? Like, like the, the biggest goal was actually to, to spread knowledge because uh, I think like, um, you know, I, I struggled a lot, like a lot of entrepreneurs when they start a company. I started uh, my first venture with my two friends. We were 19 years old and we didn't have any experience except from working as sales sales reps for a couple of years or a year like that. So that was it. So, um, and then we, we managed to, to um, create a, a successful company. And I feel like, this is knowledge that I have and I want to do something with it. And I was actually coaching a lot of entrepreneurs like one-on-one. Mm -hmm. And then when we start to started to talk about this, like uh, Caroline's knowledge is like, is, it's another chapter. I, I, she's good at what she does and I'm, I'm good at what I do. So yeah. when we put it together, we were like, they could, this could like be a, a complete like book that we could, we could give out. So, and, uh, and actually to spread all knowledge that we already kind of used, you know, so we used it and I want to give it to somebody else. So uh, that was that was the first first like goal. Mm. Now of course we have like set up KPIs on how many books we want to sell <laughs> and so on. Uh, but the first was like let's let's spread some knowledge and and help people out. Mm. Yes, that's a that's a beautiful thought, and I think uh, what we discussed also very much in line with what we are trying to do here. So I, I kind of uh, I can totally relate to your your um, idea mm. and appreciate it. Um, I think it, I was just thinking. Uh, do you do you see? Um, I mean, thinking about the timing of the book and the release right now. Do you see um, any reason for for it uh, being released right now? Uh, do you? I mean, matching it to any events in the market, or is it just that you're finished with it now? So. Actually, we 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 wanted to to match it up with the start of the year. Mm. So it was like you feel like. Everybody that's starting a company now, uh, they have some, somehow, what I feel like I have like from 2020 to 2030, I have 10 more years, 10 new years to work with. So mm. there's like, it's a good like um, framework. So so launching it with a new year in January uh, 2020, it, feel, it, fe it felt like a good, good, um, a good time to release it. And then in like in November or December 2019. So, but of course, like, what can I say? The the, the startup scene in Stockholm uh, is like, it's, it's, it's smoking hot. So I think like the best time was now. Um, yeah. yeah, yeah, totally agree. And uh, you feel connected to that scene very much or? Yeah. Yes. Mm -hmm. 
so you know you you track it every day you you read all these news newspapers and so on and and you you can just see all these new companies popping up with innovative ideas that's like changing people's lives and so on and and you feel connected and Mm. and you because all of these people like they they're all moving around in the same environment like stockholm is a small city so you can see everybody so somehow you know people yeah uh, so so you feel you feel connected to it yeah and uh, but at the same time again you see all this success stories and the articles and the books and so on and and all this uh, yes yeah, success um but at the same time uh, i think a lot of people are also like wonder how to how to get there uh, and how should i do uh, so yeah mm. again back to to why we we write the book exactly and i also you know we have this uh, i think this notion that uh, the startups in like you say in in the capital cities of the nordics is very is very hot but i think then uh, we are a large region of the nordics and i think there are a lot of a uh, lot of uh, great uh, companies uh, coming up uh, that are not in the capital cities in like stockholm oslo and exactly. so on yeah, yeah exactly so from that perspective i also think that there's a great um, it's a great point to, with books or podcasts or mm. yeah, other ways to spread knowledge. Yeah, I agree. We also think that you are a perfect match, as I told you when we uh, catch up at the phone. And uh, I also wonder if you're going to start a company in the future. And what's your opinion on that and idea? I think we're both opportunists, so I don't know. We will see what the future gives us. So, uh, like we have, like right now, we don't have any plan for it. Uh, but you, you never know what happens. Can you also tell us, Caroline, what are your focus in your company number ten right now? And yeah, in number ten, the future. Uh, of course, uh, number ten is now uh, three and a half year uh, year old, um, and um, um, right now we are focusing a lot of uh, actually, f- like from the beginning, uh, we're working a lot with strategic communications, marketing, PR, and uh, uh, my partner also is working a lot with advocacy, uh, and. I'm also working a lot, a lot with personal PR right now. Uh, so with personal branding uh, for a couple of entrepreneurs actually, and also business leaders in Sweden uh, most. Uh, so yeah, this this spring I'm going to work a lot with some consumer clients, but also a lot with uh, business leaders and entrepreneurs. Interesting. And you, Alexander, what's your Focusing Clixis. Clixis uh, is a, a SaaS platform, actually, and we work with uh, digitalizing restaurants and increasing sales. So, so actually, what we do is to keep it short, uh, we created a self self checkout service that we can we can put in restaurants that have big lines. So, actually, we we help the restaurant to increase their sales and increase their margins and cut costs because uh, as the big hamburger chains, you don't have to have somebody standing there taking their orders and what we give to the to the customers we give them time you can if you can like skip skip standing in line for 15 minutes every day what what we do is actually we save up we save up like 75 minutes per week 
and that is over an hour that we can actually do what, what we want to do and then stand in line and sweating and waiting for somebody to say, hi, hello, what do you want to have? So so that is actually what, what Clixis is doing right now and we've grown really fast. So it's a cool company. Um, yeah, so that is what we do. And besides that, I also launched a e-commerce fashion brand. That was my passion project. Uh, it, it was paused for over a year, uh, but now I launched it and it's called Alexander K. And... Like the main main focus there is to actually to outfit the next generation of leaders, entrepreneurs, role models, and strong personalities just like us. So uh, that is what we're doing. And we the first product we we have gone come to market with is a sneaker, to actually to challenge the the dress codes and actually kick the dress shoe out of out of banks. Actually, <laughs> so that is a good example. So <laughs> so yeah, that is what we do. And now the Nordia Connect question of the week. Yes. What would you say is the most important task for an e-commerce startup to focus on in order to scale? What I would say actually to 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 have a, to get your like e-commerce startup right from the beginning is to do your homework. I think like get the get like a, a graphical manual, get your copyright, get everything right, and and like try to like charge your your brand with 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 a feeling from the beginning and uh, so when you launch is actually uh, you you have this you're focusing on on the brand and not only the product uh, because then you can expand with other products and uh, i think that is like a, a, a an important part as, as core so like get your story right topic of the day being um, about growth. I think growth is a topic that uh, engages a lot of our listeners. When you start a company, uh, that's often what you think of. How do I make this to take off? How do I take this from being uh, the small kind of startup that I created with my friend or by myself into something that uh, you know is, is uh, more valuable and that can have impact on more people? How would you uh, describe the drivers of growth? What What do you think drives growth? I think I think it's a it's a it's a if it's a big question, a good question. Mm. And I think first of all, what drives growth is I think the the level of ambition of the entrepreneur, uh, because I think it all comes down to like the person and then the team. Mm. Uh, because I think like if you start a company just like just with a like i don't know uh, a, sm- a small ambition you won't grow that much um and it, but like if you have it in in you uh, so i think like it's a combination of the, the entrepreneur's ambition and also also like the timing and uh, uh like if, if you launch a product and you see that it's going well then i think like you have you have more like okay say more courage to push it further and make it grow so it's kind of a uh a combination but it starts off with the with the level of ambition i think yeah totally agree and with that also uh, i think you will like push yourself uh, constantly during the um, the journey also what is the what is the most important thing you can do to grow a company or to say one thing i mean start with this or also good question i think uh, one thing me and Alexander has talked about very much is uh, the team. To grow a company, it's like A and O, and how you can say like how you put together the team, both to uh, have a team that are like running to the same goal, uh, 
but also what kind of people you have in a team. Uh, for me that I had a background from from the PR in- industry before I started my own company, uh, it was pretty hard to put together a team in a, what do you say, PR startup. When you come from a traditional uh, world, from big PR agencies in Stockholm, uh, we ha- where you had um, another kind of team. Uh, so I think it's very important to look like what what should I put together in a team just for for my company and not look at other uh, companies doing the same and so on. Yeah, keep on pushing. Mm. Just just keep on pushing and uh, then I mean like really, really hard. Uh, because I think the, fir- the first, like the hardest part is to, g- to get your speed up. Uh, and when you get your speed up, you have to keep on pushing to keep momentum. Because as soon as you stop, you have to kind of start over again. And how do you get your speed up? Uh, you work your ass off. <laughs> that is basically it. So you actually you put in a lot of hours into your project. Mm. Uh, but of course, you, you have to start off with the goals and the ambition mm. once again. Mm. So you know what you're doing and why you're doing it. But then you, you, have, to pu- you have to push in a lot of hours into your companies mm. as a startup. You have to, like, you have to be there and, and be, be like 15, 16, 17 hours a day. Like the only thing you do at home is like sleep. But I mean, I, I completely understand. I was just thinking if you, for our listeners, I'm thinking, you know, uh, you, you put in a lot of hours, but mm. you're not moving boxes around. I mean, what do you spend, what do you spend those hours doing if you were to kind of say? I think like um, the biggest mo- motivation of all is like, if you feel like you're not where you want to be, mm. uh, I think you will find a way to, to spend your hours at the office. So mm. you have always something to do. Like, as you say, you don't move boxes around, but if you sit there and think like, okay, so, so, okay, we, we're not that good at marketing. So let's, let's dive into that. Like you, it, it's endless. You can, you can, you can do it like Hours and yeah. hours. Yeah. So kind of analyzing where your weak points yeah. are and yeah. then trying to yeah. address those, basically. Yeah. Uh, I will say that, but also I think uh, uh, a really important part is also to have time for reflection because during daytime, that is like prime time. Everybody does business from, from one hour to another. Mm. But then in Sweden, you know, when, when, when time gets like six o'clock or something, everybody like nobody's calling you, nobody's hap- nothing, nothing mm. is happening in that way. So then you can start off with like looking for new business, start analyzing, start discussing with your partners and so on and actually get time for other stuff. So so you don't do the same work uh, like every hour of the day. But then I just wonder, when do you do the reflection? You said you were yeah. work your ass and then you sleep. Yeah. And when is the reflection time? Yeah. I think again, like Alex said, uh, it's easier to put that kind of work in the evenings or in the weekends and so on. Uh, both you and me are working at weekends too yeah. to like put together everything you need to. Uh, and again, I also think it's therefore it's so important to look at the beginning of the journey, like look at your goals to have this kind of energy to to run in the in the evenings and in the weekends mm. and and so on. And because you can meet a lot of people that are uh, having a company uh, but working from like nine to five and maybe you're not going to grow a company so big like we are talking about today and in this podcast. Is there something that you would uh, like to say to the listeners that, you know, the, uh, what should you avoid? What to avoid when you, if you want to, to drive growth? 
uh, I could say, uh, like sometimes you will find yourself in in a in like kind of a dark place, if I could be like uh, say it like that, because as an entrepreneur, sometimes you feel like nothing is going your way. And I will say, like if you find yourself in a hole like that, first of all, stop digging, and get out of there, and like change the environment, and get off, and like start reflecting on stuff, and maybe travel. I don't know, do something else because sometimes you just need to stop because, like, you just you're just growing a deeper hole, and 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 that can't be the end of the company. So you have to stop digging. I was just uh, when you when I read your book, uh, you focus in on a few things when it comes to growth. We talk you talk about sales and marketing. I think that's a really interesting chapter. You have a, a PR chapter, and then you talk about capital. Uh, I mean, if you think about those factors in mm. the, in the growth uh, journey, so to say, how would you? Uh, what would your kind of uh, recommendation be from that perspective? I also think that is a very interesting part from like the team, me and Alex, in this book. Because uh, me as a peer consultant working with a lot of entrepreneurs, both like smaller startups in the beginning, but also big companies. Uh, many of them in like the founder team, uh, a lot of them haven't a background from Uh, sales all the time or like marketing and PR uh, so uh, yeah Alex you're uh, the best at sales but I think today uh, I think today you can grow a company also easier if you are working a lot with communications marketing PR and so on uh, I have seen that with a lot of, of clients uh, but I think it's important and it's also like you can put together this with small steps um, internally in a in a company but i think it's important and i should recommend to look at like some parts uh, of the boxes in in the pr and marketing uh, and for example that can be to like uh, for the beginning when you launch a company uh, what are your like head messages for for the company a uh, lot of of uh, startups i meet have difficult to answer questions like what are you doing why should i choose you and so on uh, that shouldn't be so hard to to answer uh, so i think look at uh, marketing pr uh, what are your like main messages uh, do you have any spokesperson you can work with um, also that is one point to make it easier to communicate today uh, to have like one person to put out there uh, and also look like how to combinate traditional media where are our target group and where should we like be in the media and also how could we work with our own channels uh, media is one thing but today you can also grow like a big stage by yourself so i think that combination is is one great thing to to look at in the journey of, of growth together mm-hmm. of course with mm. uh, with sales and also with yeah um, uh, one thing i want to add on is that like uh, everybody's talking about sales and then they talk about marketing mm. i would say like it's marketing and sales in one together. word because everybody's like you know i'm known as, as the sales guy but but what people don't know that marketing drives sales 
So like you, you don't sit there and see the Coca-Cola commercial for no reason, you know, it drives sales, right? So they work together. So you need to to put them together. And a lot of Swedish companies, they they like, okay, so that's the marketing team and that's the sales team. And they don't sit, they don't, they don't even talk to each other. They talk to each other via a person. So mm. this is like basics. And, but to answer the question about uh, growing a company, I think that two like uh, key, key, key factors are human capital and capital that's it so and one one drives the other one like you need money to hire good people right so so and like if you're gonna raise money and and get money into your company from from investors you have to know why you want the money like is it for product development okay then you know like they're gonna pay for a product a product they don't create one good but then you will have to figure out how to sell it also because people will not invest in your Maybe they will, but but I won't. Uh, I won't invest in your like p- project that you want to run from home and you want to see what happens. You know that is your maybe your project. I want to see like okay, so we're gonna have this product and you have like you know how you're gonna sell it. You know the business model. You know everything about it. So I think like to getting your getting a greater chance to raise money is actually figure your business out and uh, know what you're gonna have the money for because people will invest in your in your. Uh, product uh, if they know if if they see that you know what you're going to do with the with the product when it's done mm. you also talk about different kinds of money in the book uh, yeah. getting kind of active uh, investors yeah um, is that related to what you're saying here yeah i think like uh, you know people talk about smart money and i think that is really important because you can like you can you can get it's like that if you go if you go in and um like if you if you if you're not rich and you find money somewhere you're going to spend it on the wrong things because you don't have anybody to tell you like give you guidance on what to do with it that's the same thing here so so like if you get a a bag of money and you don't have anybody to give you the advice on what to do with it in like like a board member or somebody like a mentor uh, you will probably spend it the wrong way maybe all, maybe not all of it but a lot of it so so i would say like smart money is like see who is investing and and actually uh, what can I say? Like have a some kind of a um, a target group there also. If you want to have investors that have the same kind of experience, like that you that you need for the company to grow, find those guys and 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 girls and get them to invest because you will need them. And I think that even getting capital, raising capital, I think is. I mean, most entrepreneurs kind of at least. Uh, short-term goals uh, that you kind of strive for mm. um, if you're if you are that's a company that you're just uh, kind of referring to here uh, what would be your I mean where do you get started if you want to raise capital I mean when do you start thinking about that mm, I think get your like uh, get your PL right first like get, do a budget budget for the company and see like what what like profits and losses and see what's what's going on and do you like do you need money and when do you need it what's your burn rate and I think you have all the answers there. You see, like if you okay, we don't have any money, so you get to, you have to get some money, you know, and you're gonna see what what you're gonna have it for. And uh, like if you like all these e-commerce companies, like like my own, uh, you have to need you need pro- you need money to for product development because mm. you have to start off with like investing money in a product, like to 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 create one uh, physically, and um, then you can start selling it. Uh, so so you you need to like figure out what 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 are we gonna need the money for? And uh, but first of all, just like. Uh, Profit and losses report, and you're going to see it all there. And I think you, I mean, um, if you, like you say, you you need money, you need capital to develop the product. I mean, that's the, I mean, I think for me, that's like this uh, key step 
in mm. taking your company from that idea or solution that you came mm. up with into something that can grow. Mm. So, I mean, how do you how do you get somebody to invest uh, uh, in your company at that stage when it's you basically don't have a product, you don't have anything to show, you've got your business plan. You have to get, get you have to be good in 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 sales. You have to sell yourself as a product and mm. your team your if team you have a team and, uh, and and your company. I, I I meet a lot of entrepreneurs they can't even as as Caroline said like you you can't put together elevator pitch for your company and like you want somebody to invest in it start with yourself uh, and that is the first thing you have to do so if you want somebody to it's like your parents like when you were when you were a child you wanted some money for something back backtrack your life you wanted a bicycle you started to sell it right you sell you sold idea then you used emotions you used everything you got like all the ammunition that you got and you got the money you got a bike like like i think yeah. everybody has it in them uh, and again show them that ambition you have for the company and yeah. for the idea. We come to the the part of this podcast where we bring in our listener question. Mm. And we actually have a fantastic little song that we play when there's the time for the listener question. It goes something like listener question of the week. Yeah. You're supposed to say yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you have to work on your teamwork. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. No, the teamwork is great. It's the singing where we kind of go. <laughs> 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 it's where we have a problem. But I think uh, we have a we have a oh, listener question that has been uh, sent to us. And um, what if I don't have capital to do the advertising? That's basically like a catch twenty two. I mean, if I you know, to ad- do advertising, you need you need money, right? And if I don't do the advertising, then it's hard to drive sales. Yeah. So, I mean, with that kind of catch-22 moment, what should I do is the listener question. Uh, like, if, if it's a product, like physical product, uh, I, I don't actually, I don't agree with, I don't have money so I can do marketing. Like, you have your iPhone and, and you have Instagram, you have Facebook, you have a camera, you have a mic. Like, just get on with posting stuff and mm. you can you don't have to start off big you start everybody everybody start off small everybody mm. yeah. doesn't matter who it is so so yeah, i think like you should they should rethink it and see what can they do like with no money and mm. not think of if we had a lot of money this will like stop thinking about you don't have money so that is your ground zero start from that mm. and see what you can do uh, like my own instagram account like uh, yeah now it costs because i have this filmer photographer guy but like it doesn't until this point like marketing myself doesn't cost it costs time i need to put in time into it yeah and and that is also for a product i think like with your new iphones and samsung phones you have a great camera and if you're good enough you can like you can do it and and you can also find people that will actually help you for free because they want to join the company and you can you can do it in, in in a lot of ways but you don't have to like put in like you don't have to make a collab with the biggest influencer the first thing you do because that is actually to be honest that's not going to give you give you the like the, the, that's not the key to success and it doesn't matter what it is so i'll say it like that so rethink yeah. it and and change your mindset roll and up start the, small roll yeah. up your sleeves basically <laughs> yeah. Go, yeah yeah and look at like what can i do that don't yeah cost so much mm, and what could that be i mean you guys are the the experts here so what give I, some specifics i think uh, for example i can uh, tell you about number 10 uh, when we started the agency uh, like 
from the beginning was at another agency, quit for three months, like back at at uh, our uh, the job, and then like from the beginning day one, we were starting to to sell and get clients. Uh, so we needed to come out there and communicate and make this like advertising. Mm. Uh, so yeah, we was like looking back at at the PR, the traditional PR, which is owned media. Uh, so uh, as Alex said, uh, we looked at, okay, we need some good pictures, a good website, uh, building the brand with maybe a movie. Uh, so we we talked about, uh, or we talked to friends that wanted to have like portfolio jobs. Uh, so a person that wanted to have pictures uh, and a movie in a portfolio, uh, we get it for free. Uh, the same thing with the website. Then we looked at, okay, we don't have money to advertise in like um, the trade media in in uh, PR industry. So how to get articles? Uh, we pitched ourselves to podcasts, uh, media articles with our like experts insights. Uh, and also uh, a key thing that I think it's very uh, good to, to work on is like the networking. Uh, one good thing for the branding of number 10 uh, was actually to network with the right people the right people that was going to build uh, like the thing we wanted to to build with number 10 so we took like very strategic meetings with uh, both uh, like entrepreneurs uh, business people and also showed people uh, these meetings in our channels and at that time, people started to talk about us. We had this network talking about number 10, but also people people that was looking in in our channels. And all this was like no money in it. Yeah, and I, I can also add on like um, you, 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 like you also always have an alternative to have a job on the side. Like you can, you can start working with Facebook and Instagram ads uh, you you just figure out how to do it, and then you shoot some content. Then you start posting it, and then you can also like, as as I said, add on Instagram and Facebook ads. Mm. And how do I buy them? You go to work, and you can work on the side. You can work during evenings. This is like people forget this. Mm. Mm. So you can do stuff on the weekends. You can you can work as a bartender. You can work as a bouncer. Doesn't matter. Like do stuff like nighttime. Yeah. Doesn't matter. Or actually. If you if you are secure on on like what you're doing and you know your strategy, take a loan, mm. loan money from somebody, and they j- just put it push it in. That's that is like we we did it a lot of times, um, and you can backtrack uh, at Nordia. My my first loans they were like <laughs> uh, really expensive to have, and I didn't have an income. one writing that uh, I think PR is a smart way to get my business to grow but I never seem to catch the interest of any journalists what should I do uh, yeah that's a very good question uh, and um, if you compare the media uh, industry today with like five years ago or three years ago uh, it's a very big challenge to really get these articles um, for me, it's easier because I have this this relations with a lot of journalists today. Uh, but I think to, if I want to give one good advice, uh, I think 
it could be like skip the traditional way to work with journalists, skip the press releases, uh, because no one will read your press release uh, or very, very few people uh, will do it. Uh, So instead, like, look at um, your target group. From your target group, maybe it's like five magazines or newspapers that are very, very interesting for you. Don't just send a big email and a lots of information to uh, the chief editors at the magazines. Look in the newspapers, find the right spot for your uh, your uh, news, and pitch a very like short, uh, short elevator pitch to the journalist writing uh, that kind of page in the newspaper you want to dig into. Uh, so. Think like very, very uh, specific to uh, the journalist and the page or the podcast that you want to dig into. I think that is one advice. Yeah, thanks. I think um, and for and that pitch, is that kind of uh, pitching the idea itself for the article or is it writing kind of an article yourself? I mean, what would you say? Should you? No, more like uh, for me, I work a lot with like this pitch emails Mm -hmm. Uh, so um, not an article but at the same time uh, make it so easy as uh, possible for journalists to like copy paste a lot uh, from the pitch mail so instead of like writing this kind of press release uh, topic write an angle that you think oh this is an angle for Expressen or Dagens Industri Mm. you want the journalist to like read it and think oh, I have an article in 10 minutes. Nice, (laughs) because I have so much to do. Uh, So uh, think small and um, think like, I put this pitch email to this newspaper, this one to this newspaper and so on. And also if you want to add podcasts and so on, uh, again, who is our spokesperson and also pitch the person because in a podcast of course like this podcast you have a theme uh, but you also need to sell a person Uh, therefore also I work a lot with personal uh, PR because um, personal branding with with people because it's much easier to uh, I found out to sell a person today uh, and not only a company Uh, And also, uh, one thing I I didn't say in the beginning, you need to have a news angle. A lot of companies uh, can send me emails or call me and they are like, we want to communicate this to media. But it's just like they want to communicate, this is our company. Uh, And then you're going to call a journalist and they will send you to a native advertising uh, salesperson. Uh, So... If you want to make PR, you need to have um, a news angle on it. And what could a news angle be? Um, for a startup, maybe it could be uh, it could be very um, different things. It could be uh, a startup that wants to like communicate only the startup, but can you uh, communicate that you are recruiting twenty people? Uh, or do you put together a new um, uh, business angle in your in your company that you can communicate? Do you have a new uh, product launching in one month and so on? But something new that you haven't communicated yet. 
When we started writing the book, Karina uh, always mentioned like she was like I was reading this book, I was reading that book, I was re and I was like okay maybe she listens to to like s sound books or something because I I don't get the time to do this you know I can't focus on 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 doing it I was like okay so do it you do it like before bedtime so I asked her I was like because I wanted a tip like how can I how can I do it and she was like no I I actually I sit uh, sit and, and do my hair in the morning and uh, I read books while I'm doing this and well, I was like how do you even how do you turn the how do you do this you know and <laughs> and she actually she explained how she does it and that was uh, that was like I sometimes I feel like I get stuff done like a lot of stuff and I I'm really effective but this was like a new new level in in the game and I was like wow this this is something new I haven't heard of this before so you should actually market this and give people the tip because it's not in the book. Cool. <laughs> Thank you. That's a good one. And you Caroline, what do you have on Alex? One thing that it's uh, very interesting and also if you look at Alex's new company Alexander K is that uh, Alex has a very big interest in shoes uh, and I've also talked to uh, one of his best friends before this podcast uh, and I also know that Alex are like, he has a big big collection of shoes, maybe like 60 pairs of sneakers Yeah, I haven't, uh, I've stopped, stopped counting more or less. <laughs> so it's a very interesting uh, detail and also interesting in, in the mix uh, that it, you now started your sneaker company yeah, I felt like that that could be the answer of everything. Uh, so I I now have uh, a couple of thousands of them. So if you if you count it, yeah, that is actually that is true. I always think about it as from like a square footage kind of a, a thing, though storing these shoes. I mean, and you know, the cost per square foot in Stockholm is kind of high. So maybe have you taken in like a like a business perspective into to storing these shoes no, no. Uh, i haven't so uh but i have a i have a, a lot of storage at home so and i put them everywhere so yeah when you when you start from what you have you you get really effective and you find good solutions <laughs> good. a bigger apartment for the shoes yeah yeah, yeah. 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 It's So uh, we're closing in on the end of the podcast and uh, in the end of each of our episodes we ask our guests to recommend us a future guest. I can recommend uh, Joel Jakobsson, one of the founders of Trustly, uh, because I haven't heard so much about him. I know him personally and uh, he he's a really, really smart guy and um, he has a lot of good good tips on how to run a company and actually grow a company really fast. And uh, he's a really fun guy. So he has a lot of other cool stories also about like how you can how you can uh, win in life and have fun. So I think he's a cool guest. Uh, and I also have a name. Uh, it's a person that are I think she has a lot to say about personal branding, uh, but also uh, an interesting angle for from like working at with marketing at a big company and then start her own uh, agency working with marketing but she has also uh, she has also built a company in different countries uh, pretty much at the same time uh, it's baba canales thank you so much for today joining our podcast and we're looking forward to see you in the future and really so much good luck thank, thank you thank, thank you so, you so much. much thanks for coming thanks if you want to get savvy 
Please subscribe. Mm.